Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to a brand spanking new episode of See You Next Tuesday, hosted by Melissa Diamond Monts and Megan Rose Rinks. You may be thinking, those sound like two beautiful exotic dancers, but you would be wrong. Yeah, I you know what people hear the name Megan Rose and they immediately go exotic dance. There's a movie called Players Club and the main character's name is Diamond. So. Yeah, like you're set, mm-hmm. like you're you're fucking set. I mean, I guess Rose could technically be like a dancer name, considering everybody's middle fucking name for a gen- generation was Rose or like Marie, maybe Elizabeth, but Slide. usually. Nicole. A lot of Nicoles. Mm, a lot of Nicole middle names. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's always interesting. Like, I think about how there's going to be grandparents named, um, like, Brittany and Tiffany. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa. That's going to be, like, and then for a generation, that's going to be, like, old people names. How yeah. we think of, like, Gertrude and stuff. Right. And, and those aren't even those... names anymore. Old people names anymore because they don't exist. We no, got to move. Like, We've got to change it. I know. We've got to change our old people names because they don't they're not here anymore. No, there's like literally like like Beverly's. That's what we gotta change it to. Beverly's the good one. Oh my god, Bev. Mm-hmm. Bev is kooky. Bev is crazy. Bev is fucking Bev's a good time. She's been a good time at every every stage in her life. There's a yeah, Beverly I, like I despise, so I won't agree with that. Oh, um. And to me, it just sounds this. like glamorous, um, <laughs> like diva on a soap opera. Like, I think like the most famous soap opera star's name should be like it's Beverly not. Daniels. Mm-mm. Like, that's just so like, or character, I guess. Mm-mm. Nope, there's not. What's like a there's soap not. name, like a classic soap name? Um, Let's see. My favorite character, her name's Robin Scorpio. Uh, <laughs> Marlena Evans. One on Days of Our Lives. Uh, let's see. Um, some of them just there's some names that I I don't understand why there's multiple of them. Like there's a Finn currently both on General Hospital and on uh, Bold and the Beautiful. 
and it's not even their first names. Like one of them is Tanner. His character's name, his last name is Finnegan, but everybody calls him Finn. Okay. But I don't understand why that is a name that's on both shows and it's used as their first name. Yeah, that feels very trendy. Yeah. What's like the... Is there anyone on like a, a soap that's named like like Lauren or like Susan There's or Laura. Sharon? Laura is uh, Laura Spence. Well, now her name is Laura um, Collins. Her name's Laura Collins. So yeah, she's Close. one of the, she's one of the most, fa- like if you think of famous soap characters, she's one of the most famous. Her last name for a long time was Spencer and she was part of the super couple um luke and laura which a lot of people but laura is an older name than lauren like i think of like what about like a lauren or a oh i just have on tip my tongue that now i uh i feel like hannah maybe because isn't that biblical Mm -hmm. um jenny yeah there's um a jennifer on uh days of our lives and some people call her jenny um I, you know what, I think when, when this era of soap opera writers on these shows, they get older soon, the name, people who are going to be naming some of this stuff, Gen Z, you're going to have, you're going to have maybe some kookier names. There's some, one name, like there are kooky names. There's like somebody named Scout. That's not her, the character's first name is actually Emily, but. They call her Scout. That's her middle name. Scout? Yes. I thought you said Scalp. And I no. was like, what the there's fuck? A, there's a Rocco that's a child. Um, I knew a Rocco growing up. Your name just named. These are very normal <laughs> names to me. I'm like, yeah, Scout, Rocco. Like, got it. Yeah. They're actually that is my upbringing. I guess step siblings. Um, what are you going to say? I don't know. I thought you were going to say they're actually fucking with their step-siblings. No, they're like, children. No, they're literal okay, children. Good, 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 good. There are – their parents, though, no. share two siblings that aren't siblings themselves. There's not enough Adderall in the world that can make me understand this shit. Like, there's no shot in hell I could fucking watch it and comprehend like i literally i it's easy like once you're sitting there and explaining it like you have to pause but like i got my mom the other day i got her caught up on i mean i say caught up but she didn't even watch it like i explained things and she's understands that my niece Arali, i sat there and explained and who had never watched and explained things and she's like oh let's watch again so you can jump in it's repetitive you can jump in if you wanted to. I don't need any hyperfixation that has that much content because yeah. I know you would get that, in because I, no, if 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 you were to get in, you would get so hyperfixated because the Wikipedia pages yeah. are endless because there's so many characters and there's so many people that have been related to the characters that have been on like General Hospital is about to have in April will be the 60th anniversary. So we're in the 60th season right now. Like I can't even, I don't even like watching shows as they air because I can't find an active community talking about it online. Otherwise I'm not going to go to sleep. Like I'm going to like, I need a stopping point. Like I need to watch a show that has ended, Mm -hmm. whether it was like 
six months ago or like four years ago. And then I can do one day of research. But if you're going to be up, if people are going to be updating that, like I'm going to have to be there to read it and it will consume my whole life. When I jumped back in to General Hospital was in college during a time of deep depression. And so it was what I needed. And that is like, I just spent days upon days on all the forums learning so much. And yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. That was uh, me in college with Vampire Diaries and I never finished it because I got into a better place mentally. Um, But, you know, I think I owe it to, (laughs) I owe it to our friends to finish the show. And I keep telling Mods, I was like, we got to fucking watch this because I think he's going to be like obsessed because he loved Gossip Girl. Like he Mm. like lives for an absolutely unrealistic high school show like that. But like not Euphoria. That's too, I don't give me the hard drugs. Give me the death. Give me the killings. Give me the murderous vampires. Don't give me heroin. Like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. One of these things is too real. So I have been talking about how we need to watch that. And he's also never seen Uptown Girls. I've never seen either. You just need to mentally prepare because do you love Brittany Murphy? Have you like seen a lot of her stuff? I've seen Clueless. Okay. Because how you will feel for like, she is the epitome of, you know, people are like, oh, she has it. Like she has whatever factor it is. Like she lights up the whole fucking screen. Mm-hmm. Like she's Eight amazing. Mile Eight mile. <laughs> if only Mons was here. Um, she like is, she's fantastic. She's so good in it. Like she's, it's like one of the greatest things ever. And like the movie would, is good, but it wouldn't be anything without her. Mm-hmm. And it's devastating. Like it was one of my favorite. And like, that is my, if I could have the closet and swap the closet with any fictional character, it is that. Like, she has this one blue marine dress, which is like so, so fucking iconic. And I was looking it up and turns out Ivy Getty of the Getty family bought the dress and like has all these Instagram pictures wearing it. I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. But it's great. And that's how I learned the song Ice Ice Baby. Stop. I thought you were gonna finish it. I don't know all the words. I just I mean it's literally the first line. Stop, collaborate and listen. There you go. Ice is back and I just wanted the first line. Okay, cool, because I don't know the rest of it. Neither do I. Cool. I have two talking points that I want to talk to you about. Did you make the note? Nope. I just remembered the second one as we were talking. I thought you were looking down at your notes. Go ahead before you forget. No. Um, I'm looking down at my game. Um first one who I am not going to forget this the second one I already primed you for so like if I forget that you can remind I me. don't remember so I told Good you luck. it was just like a new year like a new thing I wanted to do okay okay um did you see the new Charlie's Angels movie yes I saw it in theaters I've never seen any of the Charlie's Angels movies because I wasn't allowed to watch them because they promoted violence I was also not allowed to watch Powerpuff Girls <laughs> um or Pokemon or pretty much anything um so I've never seen them and I've always really wanted to see them and I just like kind of forget about their existence because they're relatively old um and when we were at our hotel Mots was like oh like let's like let's watch the new one like I think that'll be so fun and I have found a community we're a small community 
but we fucking love that movie. And like, I can only imagine if the people who are saying that like, oh, I didn't like it. Like, oh my God, the original ones are so much better. I'm so excited to see the originals. It's not going to make me dislike this one, but like this one is, it's fucking perfect. And as a Kristen Stewart stan, she shines. Like I am just obsessed with, you know, obviously Elizabeth Banks wrote and directed it, but I need to know how that studio session went with the studio just being like, and I want Kristen Stewart for this role because she was that girl. Like she was being cast in everything when she said it. So I don't even think it was a, no, but it's so like, I think it might've been written for her. I was just going to say, that's what I was like to me. Like, I don't know anyone who could have done that better of like this, like weaponizing femininity and like sexuality and having the entire audience in on the joke. Like you can fucking see it in her eyes, which is like some of the best acting that you can do is when you are playing a character who's playing a character, but the audience, the the audience knows you're playing a character and it's kind of like a wink, wink, nod, nod, but it's not so overt that you're watching it and going, well, this person would obviously know that they're lying or they're faking this or whatever it is. Like she does such a good job of it. She looks stunning. Her outfits fucking great. And she's so funny. And she was, she got so much shit from so many people who thought she was a horrible actress. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. She has had bad directors, but she's never been a bad actress. Like Twilight, if anyone wants to take that as a case study, find me two characters in that fucking film who were in the same movie together. Everybody is acting on different planets. Nobody knows what fucking movie they're making. Like they're all starring in different productions. Like it's just not, it's not it. And she was insufferable as Bella Swan because Bella Swan is insufferable, but she was so fucking good in this and she was so funny and I I loved it. I enjoyed it. And I watched, I walked out the theater being like, Oh, that was so good. And then the reviews start rolling in. I was like, were we watching the same movie? That's so how I didn't felt. like it. No, people didn't like it. They called it, it, it was like panned really bad, really bad. I mean, my theory of this, like, I will say that like after the credits rolled, like the post credit sequence, there's like one 52% bit. 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. Criminal. That's literally criminal. But like, so the part in the end where it's all the cameos of other celebrities and famous people or whatever. That, but they're, they've been part of the Charlie's Angels world, I think. I don't remember. I really don't remember the film. Not all. No, not, not all, all of them. Okay. But so, like, there are some of them that, like, I think, like, for the athletes and for, the, like, the, the professionals in, like, the oh, specialty yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Oh, Now I remember. I think it's it was, cool. Like, that's kind was, of fun. It's something you would have done for press, but they just happened to put it at the end of the movie. It's, like, post-credits. You, like, literally yeah, cannot take w- a post-credit sequence I just want to make sure I'm if I'm remembering it right. These are people that are also spies, but people don't know they're spies. Is that what that post credit was? So I don't know if that was supposed to be the uh, implication. I think what the implication also was is for some of them, they were fellow angels. And then for some of them, they were like the teachers who have are professionals in their area who came in to train and teach the angels. I don't know if it necessarily meant that they were angels themselves or they were just you know, the best professors and best teachers to Mm -hmm. do whatever. 
Um, there's the one sequence I will say that is not very good. And it's when they're jumping out of the plane and you have additional actresses there. And then two people who are not actresses who it was Allie Rayson mm-hmm. and Chloe Kim, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and was that a little over the top and kind of campy? Yes. But Oh, and then also the fact Ariana Grande produced the soundtrack. So I kept being like, why is that there? Every single song is Ariana Grande. Um, and the Miley, Lana, Ariana song, some of the lyrics for like some of the verses are just like not very good. But my thought, and I like was explaining this to Mots going into it, that I was like, I could see how some people would probably be up in arms about this. But I'm like, this isn't like a oh, look at them like flexing like girl power. I'm like, do you know how many more successful women it takes for a movie to green light than men? Like, it's like, oh no, we need to, like, they're not going to green light unless we pad it with an Ariana Grande soundtrack. They're not going to do it. Like we have, it's like, you essentially have to do an excess. Isn't Jocelyn in it? What? I think, hold on. Wait, wait, now that you're making this kind of sound familiar, hold on. Like in a crowd scene? I think so. I think she's like part of that end. Oh, she's in the crowd scene in when the guy, they drop his phone. Like she, um, she was like flown out to do it. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to say, so they, I know they did a lot of that. Like, yeah. So I was just, I was just reading that it says, um, so like the Haley Steinfeld, like the people jumping mm-hmm. out the plane are the recruits. And then we've got yeah. Ronda Rousey, Danica Patrick, Laverne Cox, our instructors, then Michael Strahan is like part of the Bosley branch. And then you've got two former um, angels who are playing themselves, Jacqueline Smith and Kelly Garrett, who were like original, well, not originally were in the original show. And then there's Mm. stills of other people that have also been angels in the past. So it's all connected. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think a lot of people think that like, um, movies with like women can should be or can be as understated as they are with men but like it's like literally just not the case like they'll green light a movie with like one famous guy in it with an unknown like Mm -hmm. I will always use it as an example the fucking greatest showman like I literally don't care if people love that like that movie is so fucking bad it's badly done no offense to anybody who worked on it but like the crux of it is like P.T. Barnum is not a good guy. And when you make a movie about him being a good guy, it's not going to be very good because it's not true and it's not like believable storytelling. But like it was made because it's Hugh Jackman. And I mean, he's great in it. He's very talented. All the actors are very talented. Like people are good in it. But like that was made. And he, the I think the guy who like did the script with him, like he was like a grip or something like on set where he befriended Hugh Jackman. They talked about it and they did this and they got this whole movie greenlit. Like that doesn't happen with women. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, if you want to do a girl power movie for every, you would need one famous guy, but you now need 30 famous girls to do this and you need everyone to promote this more than anything ever. So in those things, it can feel like overkill. Even the Oceans 8, was that the... Mm-hmm. That one, I also loved that, but part of the criticism, people are like, it just feels like they're just trying to like, you know, it's like, okay, you're putting, like, we get it, like feminism, like you can't bring, but it's you. not, it's not just like the fit, I like for Oceans, I didn't really like feel, fem- even this movie, I feel like people think that women just being women is feminism and it's not, that it's just existing, but also mm-hmm. people don't think that women can do camp and both those films are very campy. Mm-hmm. And 
people don't get that. It's like these are campy films that are just meant for like women can have just campy films that are just popcorn films that we can enjoy. Everything does not have to be a think piece in the yep. same way that men can have just like and it's and I say this like in the way that Hollywood sees it because like women, men, non-binary people, we enjoy things that are meant for a specific audience. There's four quadrants that everyone, that everyone fits in and Hollywood. It's like it needs, everything needs to fit in these in at least two quadrants. And if you have four great, but like they think that we have to fit in a certain box to be considered what is like a woman led film. And it either has to be romantic, like super Mm -hmm. romantic or it's either romantic or just like super feminism. And you can't exist outside of that for women in Hollywood's eyes. But like women can be goofy mm-hmm. and like funny and also just like kicking ass without having a man there holding our hands. And it's like these action films that men are in, yet they might have like a romantic interest, but all they're doing is like going around with the gun shooting people and people laud it as like the greatest thing ever. And men can just exist like that. And they don't want that for women because they don't think we'll go out and see it. Yeah. And that's just simply not true. And I'm like devastated that this didn't like do well because, you know, I really hope they can like chalk it up to um, like, I don't know. It, COVID started earlier internationally and they can chalk it up to international box office, whatever it is. Like, I really fucking hope they can make another in some yeah, capacity. They, they still make money. The budget was 48 to 55 million and it made 73.3 million. Oh. Like it was a success. Oh, financially, okay. when I read it, it, was a everyone success. it made it sound like it tanked in the box office. No. And also it came out in November. That's right before Oscar bait starts mm-hmm. being. And so then people think like it has to, again, when I say Oscar bait for people that don't work in the industry, a lot of people like that's when the Oscar movies come out is December, January. Like this is in yeah. uh, later part of November. These are the movies that people are letting out that are very serious Honestly, I think most of them are terrible movies mm-hmm. that are going to get nominated for films. And so it came out in that weird time. There's a weird period after um, summer blockbusters and then between Oscar bait. And that's when it came out. And yeah. so it they and it did very well, but it was not. I don't know why people if you go back and look at the other Charlie's Age, first of all, the TV show fantastic i will still i've never my seen dad it. i mean the it's came out in the 70s it is they play it on tv land when i was younger and then like my dad still watches all those old um tv shows like it's a great show like so good and then the movies that came out with uh drew barrymore lucy Liu, and cameron diaz they are goofy as fuck mm-hmm. but for some reason they are lauded as like and I don't know because I was a kid. So it could have been like the adults, the critics thought it was a, they were bad movies. But as I fucking enjoyed those movies. And same with this one. I walked, as I said, I walked out the theater and I was like, that was so good. And then everyone else was saying it was bad. And I was like, what were you, what did y'all expect to see? This like, movie falls perfectly within this, the, the uh, universe of this 
franchise. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's episode is brought to you by one of our sponsors, 310 Nutrition. They're helping us, our listeners, all of you, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options of flavors and preferences. And I love a good option. I love an array. I love picking and choosing what I love. And I love these products. They make the most delicious protein shakes that I've had called the all-in-one shake. And when I say delicious, I mean like these don't taste like protein shakes. They're just very flavorful and actually taste like the flavor that they say they are. I have the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, and the caramel sundae. Um, I like to drink them as is, or I've also like mixed them together. So I've done like half of a chocolate Ooh. bliss plus half of a caramel sundae. And it is so delicious. Tasty. Um, they have a protein blend of plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave you feeling full. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. I love their hydrate. It is so good for me. I've talked about this before so many times. Your girl needs electrolytes constantly, every day, at all times. And what I love about theirs is the variety of flavors. So lemon-lime, my favorite, strawberry, peach mango, 
another delicious one, wildberry, watermelon, and cucumber. Hydrate Point supercharges water with all the key vitamins, electrolytes, and minerals. So one stick of hydrate mixed into 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me. <gasps> oh, if only they could see the video. Melissa's holding up our next sponsor, who we love. No way. Yes, way. And guess who our sponsor is? Way. way. <laughs> I have loved Way products for so long, but I have to say that in the last month or so, whenever we started doing ads with them and I got sent some new things I've never tried before, I have been having the best hair days of my entire life. To, to, be, to be perfectly frank, I've been having gorgeous and easy hair days. Yeah, um, I had to uh, go out of town for a family emergency. I've talked about it on the podcast. And um, I usually do not like to fly with um, a lot of hair things. I'll usually use what's at my parents' house. And um, I was like, nah, I, I like this stuff too much. I packed everything. I packed everything that they sent us. It's just so, so good. I love their detox shampoo. I am someone who like the front part of my scalp or hair or whatever gets really dry. But then the nape of my neck, especially if I sleep with a bonnet on, I'll sweat in the night. And so then the parts of my back, like th that's getting all dingy. But then also sometimes when you wear like your little front pieces, it can get like oily extra quickly. All of this to say, I have never used a clarifying shampoo that gets my hair so clean without being like dry and squeaky and like, oh gosh, I can't keep using this. This is not good. Like it just gets everything out of your hair, totally refreshes. But I cannot say enough good things about the hair gloss. Like, oh, the hydration, the shine, the, the gorgeous body that it gives your hair. It's fantastic. And I'm someone who has, I have lighter hair, so it doesn't get really shiny normally. And it's also bleach damage. So sometimes the ends, especially now I need a haircut, they get really tangled and hard to brush through. When I use the hair gloss and then I give myself a little blowout at home, my hair looks stunning and it feels stunning. And that style lasts for a lot longer than most of my other hair days. Yeah, I'll use the detox shampoo and then also the leave-in conditioner and then let my, I'll twist my hair out and let it dry. And then I'll finish it with the hair gloss. And I love the way that it just like makes my curls pop. And it also smells so, so, so good. good. It smells like a salon. Mm -hmm. I feel like my head's in a basin, but my neck isn't hurting. <laughs> it's like it's the best of both worlds that is a great analogy so we've been talking about Way's new hair gloss it's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water it provides immediate shine helps treat damage what megan just talked about she has some chemically damaged hair and it enhances your color vibrancy and according to a customer perception study over 85 percent of participants agreed that their hair looked shinier healthier and smoother and we were not in that study but we are telling you that we also agree that our hair was looking shinier healthier and smoother way has so many bestsellers their leave-in conditioner detox shampoo like we talked about their fragrances and their hair oil which i love especially when i'm wearing my hair naturally wavy to like break the cast doesn't weigh my hair down at all super lightweight and they're just 
everything they make is so good. They have not made a product that I haven't not only like haven't like disliked, like I haven't loved. Like I love everything they do. And we're just such a huge fan. So please keep sponsoring our show because <laughs> you have a customer in me for life. Me too. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use promo code BLAME for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com. Promo code BLAME. Yeah, like I was telling Mons that I was like, I think of all of like the movies when someone's trying to make me feel, I don't like being told how to uh, how I'm feeling. Like I don't like movies that try and force you to cry or really like go for the laughs mm-hmm. that like aren't there. And I feel the same way about like, you know, warm and fuzzy empowerment, like feminism or whatever. And this to me, I think like, it's a movie about women made by women mm-hmm. written by a woman and the only like quote unquote oh, like it, there's nothing in uh, overt about like the feminism because it's just innate like i was i was like oh my god my heart when they're just like excited for each other and they're like jumping up and down and like that's like a very real honest thing of that support or when I'm not going to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen, because like, I literally was like, Oh my gosh. Like it literally made me go, Oh, when the kind of like towards the very end, like the plot twist, you know, the lights go out and then they come back on. And like that moment, like that to me, it was just like, it's simple. And I think like you were saying, like, I think how people have to consume women is you're either going through trauma and you're going Mm -hmm. through pain and you're overcoming being a woman or you're embracing that you're a woman and you're accepting your lower status point or you're becoming the the amalgamation of all of those fucking stereotypes for that like and it just feels like you like you're right in like that there's no room for just like existing Mm -hmm. like we have to be used as a catalyst for empathy of like oh poor woman or haha stupid woman let's laugh at her and like I just it was so it was just like so good and it made me so it sounds cheesy but it like made me so excited for like little kids can when they can grow up and watch that and like see Mm -hmm. that like if I could see that as a kid like oh my god I would have thought that was like the coolest thing ever and I and it was just I liked how they depicted female friendships. Mm-hmm. I liked how But even in that you're saying female friendships, that's like Well, that's know. what I mean. But like in yeah. like when's the last time and I think of the movies that I grew up in, like most of like the the friendships, if it's like a move like an all-girls movie, like I think Sister of the Traveling Pants, like there's some fucking heavy shit in there. There's like very few movies that I felt like were made for young girls that I could see other like that's people my age or around my age in that were just fun. Mm -hmm. And if they were fun, they were chaotic and they were bad people and they weren't nice to each other. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, between like gossip girl and like even the click books, like there's all these like sort of things that I loved sleepover, but like half of them are so fucking mean to each other too. And like, it's just, I think like in this, I had the same feeling when I watched like Frozen. Like I think that there's 
sounds, there's not more to read into it. There's not passive aggressiveness in it. It's just mm-hmm. like kind of, it is what it is. And I like, I love that. And I love that I want more people to make stuff like that. And I just, yeah. I thought it was so fucking good. I was also going to ask you, did you watch Glass Onion? Not yet. Okay. I've been watching um, White Lotus. Yeah. Are you liking it? I don't understand the hype. I really Melissa, don't. It feels like I've, nothing's honest, happening yeah. in any episode. Like I truly <laughs> like there's truly nothing happening. But I'm watching it because I'm like like I finished the first season a few weeks ago. I think I watched it in like two nights and I was like, when's it gonna get to the good part? Like I was watching because I was waiting for whatever the good thing was. I have felt like that's probably gonna I think that's why I've held off on watching it is because everybody was talking about it but I was like no one said anything that like makes me want to watch this like what I don't I couldn't tell it's a hotel and then Mm -hmm. there's people like but I haven't seen anything that's that's literally the show it's a hotel and we're following groups of people yeah that's literally what the show is and I just I don't know I, I will say the performances are good like the the cast is great like mm-hmm. they picked good people I like seeing um this one actress that was on um she was on started off on or started off as I first saw her on one life to live and then she was on uh Megan Fahey that I first oh, yeah. saw her on the bold type uh yeah the bold type but she was on one life to live plane i think she escaped from prison or something and was trying to kill people and she was like a teenager it was wild it was the weirdest time of that show that i've ever seen um and you know soaps get wild but it was like they brought in three brothers that were all in their 20s i think it might have been like their last ditch effort because it did happen right before the show got canceled to bring in a younger audience but they brought in these three brothers that were like the ford brothers none of them could act but they were all just beautiful to look at and she was part of that crew and I just don't I'm really lost in what the storyline was at the time Mm. but um but uh it's great to see how much she's grown Mm -hmm. um and she and I even like on the bowl type I thought that amongst the three girls that she 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 was really good but like her character was the weakest one yeah and it's good seeing her in this part because I think that her subtleties are great and just the looks that she gives but again and of course um uh Jennifer Coolidge and Aubrey Plaza are gonna give great performances and Theo James is beautiful to look at but um yeah, I just I don't know. Like I'm I'm still intrigued. Like waiting because, for it to happen. Yeah, I'm intrigued because I'm just like, what's what's like, gonna... there has to be a reason why every like there they, this can't just be it. Yeah, and people talk about like the humor of it. And I'm like, I, I haven't laughed one time and I've watched <laughs> at this point. I think there were eight episodes in the first season and then I've watched three of the new one, and I'm like, so I'm halfway through the second one, so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just not for me, but I'm going to keep watching it. I'm, yeah, we're, I, I, we, we should. Mott's brought up, like, Yellowstone, and I was like, hard pass, babe. That is succession for Republicans. (sighs) You know that there's, like, five 
spinoffs for that show. Yeah. I just, <laughs> like, as soon as I heard what it was, and I was like, oh, it's like the Wild West. And I was like, cool. Is it mostly women? And I was like, oh, no, it's mostly men. There's, like, two women. I was like, hmm. And I'm but also, out. like, wild, like, quote, unquote, Wild West, like, cowboys majority of them were black and indigenous and i don't want to see like i if i'm gonna see a cowboy show which my my grandmother loved westerns loved Mm -hmm. and it was all white people and i grew up watching like i say grow up but these shows went off before i was even born like Gunsmoke and bonanza um and she would say there i think there's a character on Gunsmoke called miss kitty and i wouldn't go to sleep until after (laughs) Gunsmoke would go off after I saw Miss Kitty. And so and That's so cute. um like I I like I have a soft spot for him, but I'm just like, let's let's do something different with it. Yeah, and also like, you know, yes, there were straight cowboys, but there's also like a very long, you know, history Tree of up. yeah of like like it's in same sex relationships mm-hmm. and being ostracized and being able to be like mm-hmm. a transient because it protects you and from like dangerous people, whether it's because you're not white or and or because of who you're attracted to. Like it's just like I have zero fucking interest in watching a TV show like it's like a, a a southern like cowboy version of the first season of Game of Thrones where it's like it just feels like an excuse for like men to treat women poorly and blame it on like the time period. Yeah. And I just like have zero interest and I was like telling lots and I was like you know people call that like succession for Republicans, right? And he was like, "Oh, I just saw every and I was like, yeah, it's just I'm sure it's pretty and I'm sure it looks nice but like I don't if, need to see it. If you want to watch a really good Western, a modern Western, um, highly re- that's a, a movie I highly recommend, The Harder They Fall, if you haven't seen it yet. The cast is stacked. Like, we've got- Is it re- streaming? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It was a Netflix film. That sounds good. I feel like I've seen, um, I think I saw the announcement or the promo for it, and I didn't- I was like, this, I think my, I was like, this is stacked. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So like, I just, I think that there's so many better opportunities and it does kind of feel like the things that get really hyped on the masses and that are trending on Twitter, not just like based on like your interest in what you like. Um, it, you know, it, everyone says like, oh, look how much Hollywood has changed. I'm like this feels like we're applauding white mediocrity again and Mm -hmm. again and again like Mm -hmm. and I mean we've talked at like nauseam about how much we loved like reboot and like there's lots of shows that are funny like I think hacks is also funny and really great like there are so many good ones but I just feel like the stuff that gets so big is usually not worth all that hype yeah it's it's interesting yeah I gotta I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I will say that Aubrey Plaza's character has had a lot of good one-liners calling things out, but she's also not a good person, which I like characters like that where 
Yeah. They're complex and they don't, they think they're so good that they don't see their own flaws. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. But again, I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah. I, I, I have a hard time with slow burns on streaming shows. Like I just, I'm not, I, I'm not good at waiting that out. Like if it's, a, the, if I know if it's already done, it's been six seasons, you tell me it's a slow burn, I'll stick it out. Well, but. the thing is with White Lotus is that each season yeah, is an anthology, di- right? Yeah. It's an anthology, but, um, Jennifer Coolidge's characters in both of them. So I think she's kind of like good. the, the string the, the character that strings it together. I don't know if she'll be in the third season too or who will be in the third season, but um, but it's still like you're just following people that live in the hotel. I don't know what they're trying to say. Rich people are bad, I guess. <gasps> they but, but even like the first season, I'd say, the yes, the rich people are bad, but it was like also – some the of the hotel, <laughs> the hotel employees were terrible. Yeah, yeah, we'll watch it. I'll, we need to. Yeah. We need to have new shows anyway. But I think we're gonna. Watch I just want to discuss first. it, just because I just want to see if I'm missing something. Okay, well, maybe we'll watch that one first because it's okay. shorter than Dead to Me, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Dead to Me's. Yeah, perfect. I know. Perfect. That's what I told Mats. I was like, we gotta watch because you don't give bad recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um. You need to watch Glass Onion so we can talk about it. And I have been toying with, (laughs) good word choice, for my potential new hobby. And I use hobby loosely. It could be a hyperfixation, which is why I am not embarking on the journey yet because I do need to make sure I think it out well. And not only I think it out well, Mats and I are literally going to go over and budget so I can get an estimate of if I decide to do this, how much would the cost be over time? Not just one time. Mm-hmm. I want to make a dollhouse. How big? Like 13 going on 30, like one of those wooden ones with the little shingles that's like painted a pretty color and you like wallpaper the inside and you get fucking miniatures and you like make like, perfect little rooms and then when we have a kid they're not allowed to touch it until they're too old to really enjoy it and then they can just look at it once you do it can i make can i make my own like bring my own little stuffed animals over and then do the sylvania dramas yes you can but like you can't like leave them there because if they're like not the right size and aesthetic for it um, they're mine i said me you can you can rent the soundstage yeah i just I just, I'm like intrigued, but I need to do more research because I was like, you know what? The dollhouse is, so I start, it started off because my Facebook was listening to me and I was on Marketplace and then it was like dollhouse. And I was like, uh, okay. And I'm looking at all these ones on Marketplace and I was like, this is so cool. And then I was showing my future sister-in-law and she was like, oh yeah, these are like, we're really big. She's older than me. And she was like, these are really big when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're the same age. I, yeah. I think you guys are yeah. probably like right around the same age. And she was like, I was like, oh, then I was like, I looked on Amazon. I was like, oh, you can actually buy these kits still. And she goes, yeah, you can like build them yourself Mm -hmm. and paint them. And then I found out you have to install like all 350 shingles individually. And I was Mm -hmm. like, "Mm." and she was like, it's a lot. Like, I don't know if you should do that part. But like, I even looked up on Etsy, like miniature bathtub. And some of them are like $10. So I'm like, that's kind of a lot. And then some were like $100. And I was like, so I just feel like it would be very on brand 
but not in a good way for me to buy a dollhouse and furnish a dollhouse while I'm living in a home we just bought that is not fully furnished. What I it's a the your house itself is in a hobby, but the toy house is a hobby. I know. So it's like, two different things. Two I just, different things. It's like I was, me writing like to sell a script versus me writing fan fiction. They're two different things. That's really true. But the whole time I was debating it, I just kept thinking, I was like, well, Melissa is just doing things for her younger self for her yeah. New Year's. And I was like, and this dollhouse like is for little me. And like mm-hmm. there, I was been looking into like a lot of things that people are like not intentionally like, oh, healing my inner child or whatever. But like some like, you know, it doesn't have to be that deep, but people who like, you know, you couldn't afford an American Girl doll. And so like people in, in their adult life are buying American Girl dolls and like getting the clothes. And there's so I many things. I do want to go to the restaurant. Like, oh, bitch. Let's go make do- dolls and go to the restaurant. I fucking bet they have so many gluten-free shit. Like, I just yes. could see them being like, we're here for you and your dolls' I mean, needs. If they're catering yeah. to dolls, they better fucking cater to ours. Yes. <laughs> no, but, like, I was thinking about that, and I was like, that would be, like, so, like, so fun. Like, I would love to get an American Girl doll. Like, I had one, and it was – the one that was, like, the cheapest at the time was, like, the one you could make look like you, and there was no – like there were no books, there were no any of that extra stuff. So when you got that, you were kind of like, you could always get more stuff, but you know, it's kind of completed as it, as it is. And I got it when I was probably like 10 or 11, which is, you know, older for that kind of thing. And I'm grateful and like lucky I was able to have that, but it was when you have everything after everyone already has it. And then they've already moved on from that thing. It's like, it doesn't hit the same for you as like a as a kid, like it just Mm -hmm. kind of feels like an afterthought and like a, Oh, this feels like maybe you intentionally got this for me. Like when it wouldn't mean as much as they would have before. Um, but now I'm like, I think I would, I would like so appreciate some of like those things and putting like the time and energy into something like a dollhouse and like making it like look all nice. And I was also thinking about so many people are selling these ones on Facebook marketplace that are like fully furnished. And these are like, you know, like older people selling this and they're like talking like, Oh, this is from like, like 1970. And it's like, Oh wow. So this probably was yours when you were a kid and then it was your kids. And like, I like, I like that idea of, um, like, not like relics, but things that are kind of like time caps, like a physical time capsule. Like I have so much like digital and video stuff of like, oh, my life at this and this and this. But like I miss like the tactical things and like doing things with my hands and making things. And I feel like it could be really fun, but I need to weigh the pros and cons of what is going to cost more, me making a dollhouse or if I get into pottery, but pottery, I've always loved pottery, but I don't want to have to drive all the way to a kiln to fire it. So yeah, that seems like a lot of effort, but how fun would that be? Just like, I think it's a lot of fun, especially cause you love puzzles and stuff and you like yeah. decorating. So it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't think you should, I know money is money, but I just don't think that you should think of it as in, that's what Mott says. In vet, like, as in like, this is something I'm spending money on. Like think of it as investing in your mental health. You're literally verbatim saying what Mats is saying. Cause he's just like, you spend no money on things for you that you can't see another 
it has to have like a practical mm-hmm. use or it has to be a work related expense. He's like, you literally don't spend anything that's like not like that's just not for you to have fun. Like you'll mm-hmm. find ways to have fun with things that have other uses. And he was like, it's fun money. You don't have fun money. And I was like, yeah. okay. You could so, make you could make yourself like a budget and put it in an account and you just you're like, this is how much money I'm gonna spend and uh leave it at that. And I think that what I will like about it too is it's going to be, it could be like an ongoing long-term and it has to be like a long-term kind of project. And because it's a dollhouse where one side is open and one side is not, I can just flip it around Mm -hmm. and then I don't have to look at something that's incomplete if I'm like, if that's like making me lose my mind. Yeah. Or like have an anchor point and like I'm only working on this part of the, this specific part of the kitchen. Yeah. And like the, the process of it, because I'm, I'm an, I'm an adult who's not necessarily wanting to like play with it, but it's doing, it is the process Mm -hmm. and having something that's not end goal oriented. That's just enjoying doing it. I don't do that. And like, that does make that like scratches a really nice itch Mm -hmm. in my brain. And And I think it would be great. And let's say you're doing the the bathroom it's like I'm doing the bathroom and if you don't like it you can redo it like it's not something you you have to put like a lot of there's no pressure you can do yeah there's no consequence either Mm -hmm. like and um it's just for you and doing the little gingerbread houses like when I was doing that Mots was like Mm -hmm. you're like ecstatic like I would just be like sitting in silence for hours doing them and like I had so much fun I like loved Mm it um and he was like, you should like get back to doing some like more of that stuff. And the other part of my brain that's like, you know, if you, I need to monetize something, do something for a job. Like if I were to do that, that's also not a finished product. Like it is showing a process over time. And if I felt inclined to show it and wanted to do that, it's not putting pressure on myself that like, oh, you're a failure. You have to finish this project. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing is the journey. And if anything, I would think I would probably want to prolong it because I don't want to be totally done with it. And I think it would just be a great time because I did think about getting a Christmas village and doing that. But I think that's like a collected over long-term and like going to thrift stores to find stuff, but a dollhouse, I could also keep it in our like garage. And Mm -hmm. if it's like big and I don't have to like, doesn't have to take up all this space while I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm tempted. And now my entire fucking Facebook marketplace is suggestions of dollhouses. And some of them, I just need people. If your stuff is not selling on Facebook marketplace, you know, it might not be this is your case, but it might be that you look like a fucking serial killer with the kinds of photos you take. <laughs> I need to find this specific one. Melissa, it is absolutely terrifying. I think they called it like dollhouse and big Barbie. And I was like, what like first of all put them in different listings but the photo that they do of the quote-unquote big barbie oh let's see some places take you away some bring you together marathon does both marathon is florida's family key with something for everyone 
you'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. While you're looking that up, I didn't know this with the American Girl store at the Grove is closed. That is a, a staple. That's a foundational part yeah. of the Grove. The Grove will crum- will crumble without. You're fucking kidding me. Mm-mm. It looks like they're doing a pop up, or there's going to be a new store opening sometime in 2023 at Century City. But I do love Century City. I do actually like that way more than the Grove. But Me too. um but still. That's like really sad. What's that gonna is well, sad. it's prime real estate. Who's gonna get that? It's been open. Like it they closed it in like April. Like it's been oh, gone. I have not seen it. Mm-mm. Oh my god, I, I don't know if I'll find this. Did they remove the listing because someone definitely told them that it was scary? Okay, well, I don't know if I'm going to fucking find this, but I just want you to know that it said Dollhouse and Big Barbie. And the first couple of pictures were of the Dollhouse, Fine Dandy. You swipe. It is just a photo of the Barbie's crotch. And then you go, what the fuck? Then you click to expand it. And it looks like a giant Barbie. You can't even really tell for scale. I think they put it near an outlet so you could kind of see. But it was like a Barbie... Barbie had seen some better days. Like Barbie had gone on like a week long fucking bend her. Her hair was like absolutely like just tangled and it just looked like straw. Like it looked like a yellow, like like it looked like a scrub daddy. Like that is like what the hair looks like. And it looked, I don't know if I'm making it up, but it definitely looked like she had like some drunk Lauren Conrad mascara tears. Like it was just so rough and it was like a jump scare, but Mm -hmm. I loved it. No, but there's so many beautiful houses like this. And I would have absolutely died, like died to have something like that when I was a kid. And um, it'd be so cool to like give to your kids and then give the, the have your kids give it to like their kids and just like enjoy it. So I wasn't I was into more um, video games and doing things like outdoors and stuff. So I wasn't into dolls really as a kid. Um, like I, I would sneak in like them, but it wasn't my public face. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Melanie Behind had a, yeah, Melanie had a, uh, a, um, a doll house. That was really cool. Yeah. I always wanted to like be, she would, have one of those. Yeah. Since I um, didn't, like them and I say that in quotations Mm -hmm. she would play with it during the day and then when I came home from school she would pack it up because she didn't want me to see her playing with it and I didn't know this tissue was older and it really hurt my heart because she she just wanted me to like her yeah and she didn't want you to make fun of her no I mean like I I did not grow up in a house where like femininity and like anything that was like girly or wasn't like tomboy-ish or wasn't uh like intellectual was Mm -hmm. like a thing like I remember my aunt used to like bought me like a princess dress and I just got made fun of relentlessly by adults Mm -hmm. and 
I still like loved like that kind of a girly sort of stuff, but I, I, I like played far more by myself, but I had, I remember this like one adult in like, not related to me, but you know, Mm -hmm. it it would like be like a, like a, I probably would have called her like my godmother or like my aunt or something, but Mm -hmm. we weren't blood related. And she was like my first experience with like what maternal, like what someone who's maternal is. And she hadn't had kids yet. And her mom was super fucking maternal and she was a teacher and I would go visit and she would, they had like a farm and it was huge. And she would make it like fairy houses. She would like carve out in the stumps. She would do like little, like she would do like biodegradable, like little glitter and like little fairy footprints. And they would leave a flower crown that they wore and then leave one for me. And she would do it everywhere. And it would last days. Like it was nonstop. And it was like, it was magic. And it was like so little and so cool and felt like so fantastical and like wondrous. And I just remember as a little kid, like having an adult who is, you know, I don't necessarily think that they're doing it for me at that age. Like I don't think that they're lying or being disingenuous, but having like an adult be excited about something for like a little me, like a young thing, like there's something so cool about Mm -hmm. that. And then I would see, I think it was at her house that she had an old, I think, yeah, she, I think she had an old dollhouse and I knew it was like fragile and delicate and I didn't even want to touch it or break it. But I just remember like looking at it and being so excited that like, I thought it was so cool and she thought it was so cool. And that I was like, oh wow, this is amazing. That like that kind of stuff for like little kids, I even see that with like our nephew, like when I'm like on his level and like playing with him in his world, like that's so fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. And not that that's like, not something that I'm like, that will innately come like when we have kids, but having something that like you're excited about to show a kid that doesn't happen when they turn 18. Like it doesn't like, Mm -hmm. it's something that you can be excited to share with them from a genuine place when they're young. Like, I love that. Like, and like 13 Mm -hmm. going on 30. My thing that I just shared with the children was Tommy from the Power Rangers, rest in peace. He passed away recently. Um, he had this video where he taught you because he was actually a martial artist, and he taught like in the dojo that was on Power Rangers set. He taught like a class of how to do, and it was like a VHS set. And I found it on YouTube, and I like cleared the living room and put it on, and we all did it, and they have fun, and I it's- enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I love, I love that kind of stuff. And I think like we're in that era of, um, adulthood, but also just like where with social media and everything of being like, Oh, enjoying, enjoying kid things Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. And that's so, it's so nice. Cause I think for a long time, like kids were regarded as kids, kids, and then things that kids did regarded as like, childish became like a synonymous with silly and like mm-hmm. stupid and mm-hmm. now that we've gotten older like we're like oh let that was that was the fucking time and we right. did not enjoy it like let's go back Let to some of back. that stuff it could be I, so fun yeah i signed up for um swimming lessons which i can swim but not very well because we were we had swimming pools but every summer pretty much every summer we were moving so i never had like proper swim lessons so i've signed up 
for that. I have Damn my it, first Melissa. one. Now I don't have a comrade in the can swim, not great camp. <laughs> f- well, you have to save me if I, I, well, I can, I can, I won't drown, but like, yeah, that's the thing. I don't it's know, like, but I'm getting drown. to shore very quickly. But uh, my first lesson is on next Thursday. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and the first lesson is free. Like, oh, oh, nice. Cool. They kind of like do an assessment and stuff. Um, and So yeah. what can you do? What can I do like, as far as swimming? Like doggy paddle, float. Okay. Wow. So like, you really are abandoning me. We really were I thought you were going to – Kind I of thought you were real. I thought you were like really good because you grew no, up in bitch. California. No, so I, I know. Just thought that so, you were good. Taking, I am probably one of the very few. Mar- Mar- swim was fucking huge in Marin. Like, not mm-hmm. only was everybody like, it was like swim team, water polo. We had to do a swim unit like year fucking round in PE, and I was like, uh. But all of the fucking pools by us were private. Like, it's like two grand a fucking year or something. Like, I don't even know how. It's like so fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. So like. I learned how to swim. Mine is the exact opposite. I learned how to swim in the summers at my grandma's condo. Got it. But like, how much do you really learn how to swim in a crowded condo full of like old yeah. people when you're only there for like a couple weeks? Yeah. So um, I can do the same thing. I can float if I don't get stressed. But if I get stressed, I'm sinking right down. I can doggy paddle. I can tread water. Yeah. Probably not how you're supposed to. But same. I can. Same. I can do like, it. Again, I'm not going to drown, but I get but like, well, I'm not going to drown quickly. Like yeah. I might, I might be using more energy get, than I'm supposed exactly. to. Exactly. I'm enough where I can get to the edge. Yeah, exactly. It, not, not quickly. And I can do, um, a modified, I, I've called it a breaststroke. I don't think it's technically a breaststroke, but I can, I can do underwater swimming. Uh, yeah. Same, same. <laughs> I can do that too. I can do underwater <laughs> swimming. That but is a modified breaststroke, but I can't freestyle. No, 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 no. I can't. Oh my god! Yeah. So wow, you have to tell me how this goes because that has yeah. like always been a very self-conscious point of mine. That like I'm well aware of when we're like going to places that people are like hopping off of a boat. I have to be like, no. I need to know like float. how deep it is, and I need to have one within oh. arm's length because. I'm also gonna panic if I'm yeah. having to like just tread water over there. Mm-mm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be I need a life out. jacket on. I'm not just jumping. Give me a life jacket, and I don't care uh. what I look like. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, so I signed up for that. I'm <laughs> making. I'm getting better insurance before I get into the gymnastics. So I'm upping my insurance because I'm a like good call. Because <laughs> it's gonna I'm be older. harder to save you yeah. from that than the water. They exactly. Can just hop in and scoop. Yeah, you I out. mean. People go to for to swimming for low resistance. Like I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm upping my insurance, which I just forgot my card that I have my insurance stuff come out mm. of. But I've upped it. I just need to put in my credit card information. Um and so I'll do start you mean your health gymnastics. insurance or your life insurance? My health insurance. <laughs> Probably okay. should do something with life insurance too. No. I'm starting gymnastics. Please advise yeah. whether yeah. I should change my life insurance policy too. Yeah. I'm in my 30s. But I also don't – I think I might just do tumbling and not full gymnastics because I was never good on anything else but tumbling anyway. And I, it's too too late to start trying really. <laughs> yeah. I just – I mean, I think you'll it'll be easier probably to find adult tumbling classes than like it's already no, there's like a full adult like play like it's beam. 
Yeah, and they have all of it. So I found it's not that far from my house either. Same with the swimming place. It's not that far from my house. Um, and so they've got classes on certain days of the week that are just adult only classes. Um, and they've got beginner and intermediate. So I have to get an assessment for that too. But I'm I'm going to be like, they might try to put me in intermediate. I'd be like, no, no, no. No, no. Let, just me, start let me be the big fish yeah. in the small pond. <laughs> Wait, you have to tell me how the swimming thing goes because I don't know how my lungs would handle it because, I mean, I think I could probably, but you know, having one, having the only person in my life whose swimming capabilities we were standing solid, mm -hmm. having you scoot ahead of me makes me feel like maybe I. But also think that you have height advantage because like once you get no, that's to all I have. Yeah. But I'm just saying like I can't even where some people are just standing. I can't even just stand there. So. Oh, yeah. The stakes are higher. Yeah. I think that's the reason I think my height is though the reason why I kind of just like have skated by and that and like what are they going to do like mm -hmm. I can tread I, I can I can do some of it like yeah whatever but it, that was like 90% of my when swimming underwater I just get a real good kickoff with those legs and I'm almost all the way across the pool mm -hmm. like that's until that comes in but um yeah maybe that, you might inspire me to do that I definitely Definitely. When we have kids, um, I'm going to take swimming lessons, obviously mm -hmm. with like CPR and like all of that stuff. But if my kid is drowning, I need to be able to go get them and not have Mott's have to come get me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's just like I see those videos. Where people are like, oh, they survived like a boat crash and they were treading water for days. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I can't even promise I can tread water for like a whole class Ten period. Minutes. Like mm -hmm. I'm yeah, no, yeah. Also, the classes are only like 20 minutes long. So like that is <gasps> inspiring for, you know, breathing. <laughs> so no, that is I could probably do that for 20 minutes. Yes. Yeah. I love floating too. Like I mm -hmm. love being in the water, but like I just I like it to be clear yeah. and I like to be able to uh, touch the bottom mm -hmm. constantly. Yeah. Wow. How often are you gonna have to wash your hair? I got, I'm going to get, this is, I found some of this black owned company that has like swim turbines okay, that are good, waterproof. No, no, no. That's no. the thing that no. has, oh. No, no, no. I'm going to have the swim turbine on. Yeah. Because my hair and will get like, dried out anyway, so I can't wash it too often. No, that's a, it, it'll, and your, yeah, and just like a ton of moisturizer. That was like mm -hmm. the thing that I no. always hated about swimming. Nope. Shout out to YGN, I believe is what it's called. Um, but they've got these waterproof swim turbines. And I've seen the, um, they, I get the ads all the time on Instagram during the summertime. So that's a very smart um, niche mm -hmm. to do. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just like afraid, like swim caps always just like rip your hair out. Yeah, well, this one isn't like plastic. That's, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah, so that makes because like that's like they always like oh make sure you use a soft scrunchie to do your hair and they go oh here's a giant essentially like rubber band condom to put on your head and don't worry about the breakage. Mm -hmm. It's also, just gonna I, happen. I actually like started taking lessons when we were shooting Mister Soon by President, um, and then my swim cap it was the giant condom. Split in half, and I'm like, mm, I guess, and I can't get another. This is like the extra large, and I can't get another one on my head. So, this is the end of my lessons. No, it's like, it's like truly, I'm sorry, but like, I'm 
I, I don't need to, I don't need to learn if that's the only thing available. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Okay. I'm literally looking up adult swimming classes. That's a really I'll good send idea. you the one. Yeah. That I'm going to. Um, but I just love the idea. First of all, anywhere we go when we're a duo, people love us. They mm-hmm. think we're adorable. Every nail salon we go to, restaurant, mm-hmm. store. Workout they're classes. Like, yeah. They're yeah. like, look at you two. You're so cute. And I just think like picturing us in sensible swimwear, like this isn't like the thoughty bikinis that we have, like yeah, us in no, sensible no, no. swimwear with fucking be- swim caps on, trying to learn and both absolutely like floundering, trying to do a freestyle stroke mm-hmm. and having someone teach us do that. Like that's so fucking funny. That's our own version of the simple life. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> um, I... I bought when I was was going to take lessons. I bought these like one piece sensible like <laughs> swimsuits. So we'll try them out, see if they still fit. But if not, I'm gonna have to buy some more. You can get the ones that kind of look like you're wrestling, and they're like short. That's at what the they are. That's <gasps> what they are. Oh, that's a that's good. It won't ride up your butt. Yeah, that's why I got them. I just love. I'm looking at the website you sent me, and it's mm-hmm. so many babies. <laughs> At the bottom, it's there's when it says lessons, there's the adult ones. Stroke develop. Yeah, like all these kids can swim so much better than me. No, like legitimately, that was that. I don't think anyone I went to high school with knows that I'm not a great swimmer because, like, mm. that would have been like social pariah. Like, everybody, it was that was like you were on like junior Olympic swim team. Like if there's anything about Marin, Marin is swimming. Like it's in my high school specifically, like swim, swim, yeah. water polo swim. And it, that's most California schools, but like no one gave a really shit about fucking football, basketball, eh, swim team, swim, swim, swim. And I just faked my period like constantly. And I was like, I can't, <laughs> I think I maybe got in the water twice. And like, that's just, why you're constantly bleeding. No, it is my karma. <laughs> to be fair, that was actually that we were, I was on constant birth control at that point. So like I was just lying out of my ass. Yeah. Like, you know, but I'm like, this if this did, it has happened before. So it technically could have happened again. I sent you the picture of my swimsuit and I have it in like five colors. <gasps> That's exactly what I was picturing. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Yeah, I have about seeing. My, our, our nephew can now swim. He completed his swim lessons. And I watching the videos, I've realized we're at the same skill level. Mm. Well. And I think I should be able to swim better than a three-year-old. Well, he, he has time on his side because he was just in amniotic fluid three years ago. Yeah. I also quit when I had to do like secondary swim lessons. Cause like I never did official ones. I did like, we're teaching you how to swim. And I was, and the issue was, is like, I was a good, I was like, it was a natural, but it was like, well, I'm not doing anything really. That's, and that's like, and they're like, Oh, you're fine. And it's like, well, that's how Noah hates being told what to do by a swim instructor and X, like they won't move him to the next level because he won't do what he's, told to do because he's very shy like he's really mm-hmm. shy but like out like in just like the pool where when there's no instructor he's just like a fucking fish and he's very long and lanky and so like he has 
more of a natural ability Mm -hmm. as you know the i i was like yeah he kind of like has the build of how michael phelps is and melanie was like yeah his teacher actually said the same thing (sighs) and so i was like he should have like more of it and he does but he just does not like them he doesn't like having to pass a test for them and so they won't move him to the next level even though he's like he can't swim decently yeah, just not testing mm-hmm. in, in that environment. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was very much the same way. I quit because I quit my, like, official swim lessons, and I was a little old. I was probably, like, eight or something, and that was – I knew how to – again, I knew how to do everything I know how to do today, no more, no less. Um, and then on day two, they made us get into the pool with all of our clothes on, and I was, like, hard pass. And then my dad was Why like, okay. Why would they make you, you can- do that? To like in case you fell in the pool and like how to oh. like, you know, they take your they take the heaviest clothes off first and then like how to swim to shore. And I was like, that's anxiety inducing. I'm not doing that. And I told my and I just told my dad and he goes, OK, you can leave. And that just seems like quit. more like an advanced class to me. I think it was like a sur- I think like what they were was trying it to like do, a it survival. Was like, class? I, I want to say that it was like swimming survival and fundamentals because I think I assume someone in my life realized that, you know, I, I knew I could get my, I could get around in water, but I don't think I really knew what, what I was doing or what, why I was doing it or whatever. And I think it was like, okay, well, she's not going to get into it more, but, um, I think they were supposed to teach other things too, but I just quit after that point, which Mm. you shouldn't be allowed to quit swim lessons. Um, you should just then go to be enrolled in different swim lessons. Like I said, like, I quit mine because my swim cap broke. So <laughs> no, but you're an adult. Like I don't think a kid should be like, you know what? Like I'm. I don't want it. And it wasn't that I don't want to learn how to swim. It was like I don't like that I have to get in with all my clothes on. And you know, I I think letting a child make the decision for themselves that they will grow into adulthood and not be a good swimmer. I don't think that's great parenting. <laughs> Um, anyways um let us know if you can swim (laughs) are you are you are you a good swimmer are you a melissa and megan swimmer and or are you going to be an advanced a melissa 2.0 swimmer yeah i'll be left in the dust in the shallow we'll see how long it lasts in the shallows i've never seen it Good. Oh, we'll see you see next, you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.